Hey, I tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Monarch Experience Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Ancona. Here at the Monarch Experience Podcast, we are giving students the platform to be able to voice their opinions about what matters to them. And today, we got a holiday special. We've got our favorite Christmas movies. That's right. We're focusing just on Christmas movies here. What makes an effective Christmas movie? What troop, tropes, troops, tropes, troops, troops, salute your troops. Um, what, what classic, uh, subplots, what themes are present in uh, typical Christmas movies or any holiday movies. We're going to be ranking our top five favorite Christmas movies uh, in this too, talking about what makes them so enjoyable to us. Is nostalgia a factor here? Are these movies even good anymore? Or are they just such a part of our childhood that we can't resist watching them once December 1st rolls around? Which in your case, if you're listening to this, December 1st has rolled around and you are officially potentially in the Christmas movie mood. But before we experience this, got a couple of things we want to throw out your way. Make sure you're following us on Snapchat at the Monarch Experience Podcast. Uh, make sh- if Twitter is your thing, make sure you're following us on Twitter at the Monarch XP. And we've got TikTok, which has been a huge success. Great success. Uh, Borat is not a Christmas movie. Um, but we're on TikTok at Monarch XP. Uh, got some really cool things that our content creators, Umar, Rohan, and Sria, are providing for you. Uh, everything that is great is all of them. Anything that they that is posted that you don't like, uh, just blame it on me. It's likely my idea or my creation. But our content creators are doing an amazing job, so major props go their way, of course. And we've got another major shout-out, uh, courtesy of one of our guests right now, Theo. You got major shout-outs going to other people? Yeah. Take it away. Of course, Ben. Awesome dude. Ben. I can concur. Ben is an awesome dude. Yes. His name is Ben. <laughs> and Maggie Lee. You want to say something nice about her? You said Ben is an awesome dude. She, uh... Mm, I don't want Maggie to feel left out. Yeah. Awesome dudette. Dudette. Dudette, yes. yes. Maggie, Maggie Very is an awesome dudette. Awesome dudette. Awesome dudette. Best. <laughs> Maggie and Ben, I can absolutely... Uh, Agree with everything that Theo has said. You two are awesome people, and I'm thankful that I get the pleasure to teach you uh, at the end of the day with my lunatics. I may or may not have lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The Monarch Experience Podcast, where we pay up on our bets. <laughs> well, there's, if you're a betting man, you can bet that once Thanksgiving is over, you've got full Christmas movies uh, on display all on your Netflix page, all on basic cable. Freeform's entire existence is based around 30 days of Christmas and 30 days of Halloween. So we're getting in the holiday spirit here. But before uh, we talk about our favorite Christmas movies and before we talk about what makes a great Christmas movie 
so great because there were some bad ones. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll introduce our three guests for today with Tyler. Tyler, say something festive to our audience. All right. Um, I guess, like, have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Vincenzo, <laughs> say something festive to our audience. Something festive. Ooh, very good. This guy. And Theo, our major shout-outer. Uh, Theo, say something festive to our audience. In the wise words of the lip-syncing uh, Kevin McAllister, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animals. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, here we are. Uh, we're in the holiday spirit, obviously, based off of, you know, nothing right now. But it's audio, so who cares? You can't tell that we're yeah. not in the holiday spirit yet at all. Uh, favorite, before we get into our favorite Christmas movies and the things that kind of make up a good Christmas movie, favorite holiday snack? Vincenzo, we'll start with you. So... Uh, my favorite would probably be something called pizzas. Okay, talk to us about this. They're an Italian cookie, like uh, uh, they're my great great grandmother's recipe, Ooh. and they're basically like a waffle-ish thing. Okay, and like you have to have a special like machine to make them, and they're delicious. I I like it. Special machine, great grandmother, delicious, wonderful. What does it taste like? Sweet. Yeah. Uh, or waffle. It's like a, wa it's like a waffle cone. Okay. But like. Mm, better, like m like has a better vanilla taste. Yeah, it okay. just has a better overall taste. Well, Vincenzo, I, you, you need and to they're bring, good when they're warm. You need to bring me some. Theo, favorite holiday snack? I keep it pretty plain and simple. I have uh, cookies and milk. Oh my God, are you Santa? Mm -hmm. I cannot confirm nor deny this claim. So ladies and gentlemen, we've got Santa in the room with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Santa! I know him! Uh, love it. And what's your go-to cookie? Chocolate chip. Okay, just like a basic chocolate chip? It's not basic. It's oh. amazing. Sorry, sorry. There's a <laughs> big difference. Uh, whole milk, 2%. Skim milk, almond milk, soy milk, goat 2%. milk, 2%. 2%. I had three glasses of whole milk uh, after Thanksgiving dinner with uh, dessert. I regretted it. Did you go in a food coma? Uh, no, I had like a bad stomach ache. Like, I, oh. like my eyes were glazing in the back of my head, kind of like, oh, God, oh, God, <laughs> quick, get an ambulance here. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it. Uh, once you pass 30, milk just doesn't agree with you anymore. Yeah. So three glasses of whole milk on top of Thanksgiving dinner, not my most proud moment. I couldn't oh. stop. That was the problem. I just got like in like, oh, my God, I want another glass of milk. Uh, and I just couldn't stop. And then... Uh, yeah, pain and suffering ensued. Tyler, oh, awful. So, favorite um, snack? Eggnog and snickerdoodles. So oh, if yeah. anyone hasn't tried this, you got to try it. So you got to pour your eggnog in your glass, put some cinnamon and sugar on top to add that extra sweet, then get your snickerdoodles with extra cinnamon and then dip them, and it's the best thing in the world. Nice. Like, so I, I got one. Uh, mine is my wife makes amazing toffee. So it's basically just crackers like saltines with chocolate baked on top and then like chopped up almonds and then like a little drizzle of caramel. And then you, you basically freeze it so it becomes like one giant sheet and then you like crack it and break it and it's amazing. That was my second. That's yeah. my second favorite, yeah. I think that there's some things that are definitive in order to create like the quintessential Christmas movie that have to be in it. 
What are some of those things for you guys? Has to have the message of Christmas. Okay, what's the message of Christmas then? It's not about presents, it's about family and like sharing. What can you think of any movies then that that kind of have that sharing? Not and I think not about the presents is a is a huge theme that a character has to kind of learn. Any movies that off the top of your head kind of fit that? Uh, for the family part, Home Alone. I oh, mean, yeah. that that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Kid gets separated from his family on Halloween. People burglars enter his house. He fends them off, and family comes and saves them. Yeah. For for one, for me, I think like with the message of family. It's a Wonderful Life. I think that's a, a pretty important theme uh, within that movie. Uh, what other things? I, another one for me that really jumped out at me was uh, hope. Like this idea of hope, things will get better. Whatever the conflict is, whatever the character is faced with, it's usually, again, it's a Christmas movie. It's right in the onset of the holiday season where there's some kind of stress, there's some kind of like conflict. And because of that, the character has to kind of learn and a lot of times that character maybe is like not lovable. I think the Grinch fits into there because by the end of the Grinch, you kind of like like the Grinch. I I also see that in Elf, like a lot in Elf. Who's the character that you feel like? Who's the Grinch then in that ca- in that movie? The dad. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say something pretty controversial. I think it's I think it totally is the dad. Yeah. Right. Or or the Elf. What? Like he's just what? so annoying. Oh. I, I watched it when I was a little bit older. Yeah. He was just so annoying to me. He's like this like grown man just acting like a baby, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's the premise of the movie. Yeah, yeah I know. But, but still, he, it took it to an ex- extreme to me, I, me. So, I mean, obviously, I think most people are going to resonate with what Tyler said. The idea that, like, the character that learns about hope or going from, like, Grinch-like to lovable is the, the dad. And I think that's another part of, like, uh, the magic of the holidays. That, like, even the most sinister, miserable person, like Elf's dad, could embrace the love of the holidays. And I think you kind of see that in, like, the Santa Claus, too, with, like, Tim Allen's character kind of being, like, a little bit grumpy about things. He's kind of a little Mm -hmm. bit cynical and, like, learns to kind of embrace uh, the magic of the holidays. You see that, though, as Elf. Yeah, Uh it's hard to really explain. How does he redeem himself at the end where he's less I feel it's, I feel like it's he matures. Or like he, insta- at the beginning, he's like baby. He's yeah. full on baby. Yeah. But then he gets like a child at the end. So like it, it's not, it, he doesn't like very mature or mature a lot, but he still like changes. You could see it. Is it like him backing off his dad a little bit and the relationship with the girl i forget her name yeah zoe deschanel that is the actress i think yeah she had a beautiful voice she does have a beautiful voice yeah, yeah that was actually that one, one scene yeah. the shower scene she's <laughs> that was funny it hilarious uh just because the idea of like singing a song and then realizing like someone's in the shower with you um and it being him is like so <laughs> any other movie it wouldn't be adorable or funny it'd be like creepy uh but it, like ah it's elf ah okay yeah, that's where it, like the child aspect okay. just really comes in, and like it, it it's kind of annoying at some parts, and some parts it, re- it really works really well with, with the story. I think that's really it interesting. Works well. Theo, yeah, especially with like when he decorates the whole um, what's it called, like the toy shop. Like, yeah, I love that part. The well, the mm-hmm. retail place. Yeah. So he's got yeah. these like redeeming qualities. He just kind of has to learn how to harness them the right way. Yeah. Not be so overbearing all the time. Mm-hmm changing my life right now theo yeah wow all right so totally ah then 
Look at that. Only That's why I put it in my top five. That's ooh, a little spoiler alert right there. Elf is in his top five. Uh, other things that you feel like, obviously, the most classic one is A Christmas Carol, where the whole idea of like hope or the main character learning about the spirit of Christmas. It's not about, in Scrooge's case, days off or not working. It's about being together with family and the ones you love and, and all of that. Like, there's no better example than Scrooge. Because he yeah. kind of becomes, I don't, I don't want to say lovable, but redeemed at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets that redemption story uh, full circle. Other things that you think are noticeable in typical Christmas movies. Nostalgia, period. Yeah? How does nostalgia Just, work? Uh, what? Everyone's everyone's childhood is different. Yeah, but, like, everybody had that little moment, uh, or most people sure. had that little moment of, wow, Santa. So you know? the belief in something... Yeah, just this magical, amazing thing. Yeah, like magic, like the magic of Christmas. Like plenty of Christmas movies have that. Like, inclu- I mean, like really any movie. But like, I recently just watched Christmas Chronicles. I love that movie. Oh, um, yeah. That's a lot of ma- the magic of Christmas because um, there's Polar Express. That's that's probably the most magical Christmas movie I would say. Yeah. If I was a director, I would have di- gotten different kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, like, you think the kids on Polar Express yeah. are ugly? No, not the Polar <laughs> Express. The Christmas oh, Chronicles. Oh, Christmas Chronicles. Okay. Yeah, have you seen it? Uh, I have not. Should I watch it? Yes. yes. Is it's it good? on Netflix. Yeah? It's yeah. really good. It's really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, like, there's a lot of... Uh, the, just, I feel like, from a director's point of view, the acting was kind of weak. Okay. And yeah. I, I feel like that took away a little bit from the story. Okay. Especially uh, the girl. Because you, <laughs> yeah. you have hated to her. believe... <laughs> That these kids are, are an embodiment of you as a kid. Yeah, like every story has like this perfect child who's even Elf. Like he just nailed it. He di- he went uh, really annoying, but he still nailed the role. Like I believe that there's this uh, annoying. That, that he's a, like a man. Ch- like he is a child. Yeah. Like you believe yeah. that he because that's how children act. Christmas Story. He's like a kid, but I think like that captures the nostalgia of wanting something so bad as a kid and i'm sure you guys have either experienced this or are experiencing like yeah. that want for like that perfect present the red rider bb gun yeah and like hoping 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 and like the disappointment of if you don't get it. and obviously you know like ralphie gets it which is amazing it's such a great story i think that's what makes a christmas story so nostalgic is it's it's just like kids doing kids things as soon as it starts snowing, like, and you're in class and the kids are in school, they all start looking outside. Yesterday. Like, that was yesterday in our class. Two snowflakes. And then I'm just like, oh, my God, it's snowing. And I, I also feel like it's kind of like the complete opposite of what Enzo said when he said, oh, Christmas is about uh, uh, giving, not receiving. Because he received. And yes. the whole story was based upon that. Was but it still worked so well. Yeah. And I think it's hard to do all. I mean, these movies don't have all of them. And I don't think you can make I don't think you can make a Christmas movie with all of these things in the same movie. I think you have to kind of pick which one's your main focus. Christmas story is like it's all about nostalgia. Yeah. Right? That first snow or being in class and like, you know, putting I, I don't know. It's just relatable. Like putting on the jacket that's just like way too thick and you can't move. And you feel like an idiot, like Ralphie's little brother. Yeah. Uh, the nostalgia, I think, is a huge factor. And a lot of times you'll see that when like characters come home. So like, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. Probably not. Not really. Yeah, I didn't. 
probably not your style. Um, it's a little bit more like adult humor, but it's Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, and it's hilarious. But it's for Christmases. It's about the idea that him and his girlfriend are going home to celebrate with their families. So they have to basically do like four Christmases in like one or two days. Um, and the misery that's going to ensue with that. Uh, so coming home and like the joy of coming home, but also like the apprehension of coming home because for, I think for when they're an adult character, they really struggle with like, I don't want to come back because I don't want to slip into all the old stuff. And you see that in the movie where his brother, his brothers kind of like beat him up. His dad's kind of like really like difficult and challenging to deal with. So that becomes kind of a, a huge factor. Which is also like family stress, which is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what movies do you guys feel like tie in like family stress? Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. What's the family stress there? Yeah. Leaving a child <laughs> at your, <laughs> at your house. You leave a child. Remember, he's like nine. Yeah. At, at, by himself in a house. Well, you guys go to, I think it was like Paris or somewhere. Yeah, Paris. Yes. Paris, the first one. Yeah. They go to Paris, New York. which you have to board a plane. That's far. That's like eight hours. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Italy. It's eight hours. Yeah. You know what? The, the stressful part of it, I think, too, is like the fact that they're traveling. Do you guys want to talk about anything else with like important elements of a Christmas movie? Like uh, something the whole family could watch with like adult humor at the top. Yeah, a yeah. nice balance of adult humor and yeah. like stuff for kids. I feel it's pr- the perfect example would be the uh, uh, the Christmas Claus. Yeah. Yeah. With Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, the father. I father, forgot his Tim name. Tim Allen. Like yeah. All like adult humor. Yeah, a lot of adult humor, but yeah. still so much. Uh, character progression that kids just look at and go wow and charm i think like the santa claus is so charming although kind of like he santa dies in front of a little kid and is just like okay no big deal my dad will become santa like that's pretty horrific yeah but like it's not it santa dies it's more like santa tripped and fell into a big pile of soft snow and died you're forgetting yeah. the part where and he was very just. sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it says like in case something happens to me, wear the coat. Okay, yeah, I can't get around like, that. He's pretty much like if I die, he just doesn't use the the, the D word die. Yeah, yeah, because that was scary. Wait, was it confirmed that he did actually die? Yeah, he doesn't move. He falls off and like breaks his neck. Well, his arm kind of twitches. Right, last rigor mortis setting yeah, in, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which makes it even scarier. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's got to be really traumatic. Like, oh my God, he does exist, and he's dead now. I now I can imagine a, a zombie uh, Santa. Dude, write that movie. <laughs> but the zombie would have to learn something about Christmas joy and magic. That it's not about eating brains. During the holidays. It's about eating little children who have... <laughs> yeah, because their brains are tastier. They're tastier, yeah, right? Yeah, because the imagination. Cold. The, the rainbows. The, ooh, okay. It's like the cinnamon to the milkshake or yes. something. Yes. I don't know where you're going with this, but yes. I, <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> cinnamon? <laughs> sounds Milky? totally logical. You haven't had cinnamon... Uh, cinnamon? Oh, cinnamon? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon on a milkshake? I mean, I had cinnamon on eggnog. It's close enough. Okay. It's close enough. Uh, and then this movie would really tie in, I think, the zombie one. We, you can actually recreate this. Because one <laughs> of the big parts is, like, the audience does want to see the uh, antagonist, in a way, 
or that one of the characters, or maybe it's your protagonist, actually, succeed. Like, yeah. And it's a wonderful life. Like, you want to see Walter Bailey. Like, you want to see him, or George Bailey. You want to see him succeed. You don't want to see him kill himself. Like, you don't want to see him leave his family. Like, and this guy's got so many things that have happened to him that suck, and you're just pulling for him the entire time. Can you think of other movies that kind of have that? I think Elf does that, too. We talked yeah. about that. I can't really think of one yeah. right now. Christmas Carol, Scrooge. Oh yeah, Scrooge. Right. Oh, and um, the other guy in Christmas Carol, like the guy Mickey plays. Okay. The guy <laughs> who? Mickey, oh, Mickey Mouse. And like, did you see in Mi- Mickey's Christmas Carol? Yeah. And that's on my yeah. list. Spoiler. He's probably playing Scrooge. No, he plays um, the Scrooge plays Scrooge because there's a Scrooge oh. in Disney. Okay. Like, he plays like the worker. He plays like the yeah the worker. Tiny friend. Tim's father. Yeah. Yeah, Tiny okay. Tim's father. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you, but I think like that's the night you made before Christmas. Like yeah. Jack, you want to see him succeed, and he's kind of like your anti-hero. The dude is stealing Christmas, and like stay in your lane, bro. Halloween is your thing. Just stay with Halloween. <laughs> but even when he starts kind of doing all this messed up stuff, like you still are pulling for Jack in the end to like learn something or like not screw everything up. Yeah, it also has some darkness to it. Like boiling Santa alive, <laughs> oogie boogie! Oh my god, I um, loved him. Burying, putting him in like the ocean and locking him in the ocean and pick, bring him back up ninety nine years later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get the to- song. Totally child safe. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty messed up. Like, I wonder at what point my son will realize how messed up the plot is and be like. They're kidnapping Santa to take his holiday. They draw like straws to decide who, how they're gonna kidnap Santa. Yeah, like that's like why Santa kind of also doesn't seem really phased by it. Night before yeah. Christmas, like he kind of acts as if it's happened before, and he's like, "Oh, come on, not again." Conspiracy theory. Ooh, Santa. We see those has- other like uh, doors. Maybe. No, it was actually Tim Allen. It was actually, he was just so sick of it. He just got bored. That's a good crossover. Well, this is a great time as as any to start chatting about uh, our our top five favorite Christmas movies and what makes them so special to us. Do they tie in some of these elements of great Christmas movies with nostalgia or family or coming home with the true spirit of Christmas or anything like that? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe we also should mention a great Christmas movie obviously does not have to have anything to do with religion like at all even though that sometimes plays a factor in it and some movies kind of do tie that in uh, even like in a small small way or even peripherally but i also think like christmas movies have to have iconic christmas things decorations snow tree snow you can't have a christmas movie that doesn't have like snow a snow scene yeah yeah and which is kind of funny for us in New Jersey, like it doesn't snow around yeah. Christmas. We we get hit in January, well, February. We got last year. We did. We got like a like a, little, a tiny like bit. a dusting. But that's all I want. I would love not a snowy Christmas because I want my family to still travel. Yeah. But like wake up in the morning and have like two inches. That'd be nice. That'd like be even just like like on flakes, like flakes are just fine. So, Tyler, we'll start with you. What are your top five favorite Christmas movies? All right. Of all time. So, um, starting from um, fifth, I got to say Elf. Love that movie. Uh, there's so many quotable lines in there, too, where, like, you sit on a, a throne. Oh, he's an angry little elf. Like, that is that whole scene with, that, uh, with the writer in the board meeting, 
hilarious. Uh, and then just like all of the scenes where he's like, world's greatest cup of coffee. Congratulations. You did it. Like so funny, so quotable. And I think that's kind of what makes that movie so charming. Uh, I love Elf and it's going to be on my top five too. All right. Um, my fourth is Home Alone. Um, the one of the greatest Christmas movies ever. I would say like not the yeah, not one of the. It might be the yeah. No, for no, me it's, it's definitely the. the. It is well, the. It's probably get a little preview here. The what do you most, like about Home most Alone? Most iconic, I would say. Most for iconic, sure, yeah. but not the yeah. best. I'm in my opinion, it's not the best. Okay, I respect. When that. I was a kid, I only liked the part where like the the battle at the end. Yeah, like the last thirty minutes. Uh, and as yeah. I've gotten older, Theo, we were kind of talking about this before. Like that movie's just gotten better every single time I've watched it. It's really yeah. grown, or it's really aged well. I feel like too, even though the the Wet Bandits should have died. It's truly a masterpiece y- yes. every time you lo- you watch it, and it's just still so good. Yeah, and like I think the charm too of like him devising this plot, which is so <laughs> not possible yeah. for a kid yeah. to do all that. But, like, that's kind of the spirit of Christmas. Like, you can do or see or believe in, like, this kid that can take on these two burglars that are good at it and that he would succeed and they wouldn't. Plus, like, the whole sub-theme with the neighbor, the old man with the shovel, and, like, that church scene always gets me. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful where he's like, I just come here to see my granddaughter because my son and I are fighting. He's like, I could never, I'm getting choked up even just talking about it. Like, I can never not talk to my son or my dad no matter how mad I got. And like, the innocence of a kid telling a grown up, don't hold grudges, is so beautiful. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like one teacher say, uh, like, you know how words of wiser, they've always said, they always like, put a disclaimer and say oh it doesn't necessarily mean that they're older and it's like a perfect example of that yeah it's just like such a young kid he's nine yeah his and parents <laughs> left him and, and 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 he's just telling this man who's pr- still older than my mom yeah uh, yeah he's an old guy he's really old well no offense to him <laughs> if he's listening to this i think he might be dead probably <laughs> um oh but if he is listening, hey, <laughs> thanks for listening, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what's cool about that, too, is, like, he learns all this because he got left home alone. Yeah. Not, like, the importance of family. So it's just such a greatly written script where he's not going to realize that and have this effect on others, the old man, if his family doesn't leave him. Because when his family leaves him, that's what kind of teaches him, like, the spirit of Christmas is it's all about being together with your family. Because you remember, he said, I wish I didn't have you as my family, like... And his mom was like, you know, one day, you know, if that happens, you'd be really sad. And then it happens. Yeah, like, it's, um, you don't know how important it is for you unless you lose it. Ah, so so well said. Yeah. Um, Also, Joe Pesci, one more thing on Home Alone. Joe Pesci, you know. I forgot which one's Joe Pesci. The short one. The short one. Goodfellas, My Cousin Vinny, uh, known for being, like, an explosive character. And he does it in the movie. But loud Italian. <laughs> loud Italian, but him doing it without cursing because it's a kid, a family movie yeah. is amazing because he just sounds like Donald Duck. Yeah, if you watch like <laughs> every you watch time, the, uh, like uh, the movies that made us, like they mm-hmm. should tell you, like, because he, like, every movie he's been in, like, he's always like cursed every other line. Yeah. So, like, they came up with like a code, like, language for him. Yeah. So, like, 
say the F word, but it'd be like chicken. <laughs> he sounds like Donald Duck, though. Like he's it's just so quacking funny. the whole time, and it's so amazing. Like I'm gonna bring it to you. It's so knowing Joe Pesci's movies that he's in. It's so perfect. Um, what else you got, Tyler? All right. So my third one on my list is got got um is The Grinch 2018. So I know it's like not really that. It's like some people don't like it, but I really liked it. What'd like, you like about it compared to any other Grinch? Like, it just made me so emotional and like, yeah. like, um, like especially like, especially because it was more like because you know all those Doctor Seuss animated movies they're always so good, but like this, like um the 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 Grinch um I don't know what year two thousand or nineteen something, I don't know but um. This one, it's like, um, I feel like, wait. Did you like the animation more for this one compared to like the I, classic one? That I like the animation, but the old one kind of scared me, you know? Okay. Like, um, yeah. This, this one's more modern, I think, too. Yeah, this is more modern. Um, the, the noses on the, um, <laughs> the old Grinch scared me. Yeah. I like, but like, they made it perfect for the new one. Okay. So. I think that's fire. Uh, I disagree. The old Grinch. I 100% disagree. You like the older Grinch. The old Grinch is beautiful. Yeah, I think it's classic. And Jim Jim Carrey. Oh, and Jim Carrey. Perfect. I'm sure we'll get to that. I'm sure it's on one of your lists. Tyler, you're number one. Or or, or you have two two more. Yeah. Um, So then, this was a hard one, but I got to say Mickey's Christmas Carol. Okay. What do you like about it? Um, Compared to the... There's so many Christmas Carol yeah, movies. There are like Scrooge, um, Christmas Carol. Muppet but Christmas this Carol. one, it just like Mickey. I love Mickey. I love Disney sure. and everything Mickey. Um, and like Mickey, he's been he's been like my childhood. So like I I love that nostalgia. And yeah, nostalgia. <laughs> uh, and then your number one. I'm surprised at this. My number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. My first Christmas movie that I've watched. Really? Actually. Yeah. What do you like about it? It's just so funny, and I love um. Wait, who's the actor's name again? Chevy, Sa- yeah. Chevy Chase. He's so funny. Like that movie ties in a lot of the elements I think we were kind of talking about. Like, yeah, he's kind of unlikable. Yeah, he's stupid. Like, <laughs> he's stupid. He's kind of like a buffoon. He's like so focused on all the wrong things. He's always so stressed. You want to see him succeed, even yeah. though he doesn't get the bonus at the end. But yeah. like your poem form and like the stress of family, the magic kind of the holidays, like. That movie's got all of it. It's, I think, my wife's favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Tyler, great list, man. Thank uh, you. Say the blessing. The dressing, the blessing. Oh, um, Grace. <laughs> yeah. She say, died 20 say. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Vincenzo, your top five favorite Christmas movies. So starting from the bottom is Polar Express. Okay. What do you like about it? Not the animation, obviously. <laughs> uh, I love Those the Those kids song. look scary. I love the song. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, hot you, chocolate. You like the hot chocolate one? Yes. Uh, and it's also my mo- my mother's favorite movie. Okay. So I, you know, forced to watch it. Of course. So and eventually, you eventually love yeah. it. Yeah. Always investigating. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's an interesting like movie because like to show like doubt in yeah. like children because like the whole thing is the whole premise is like we pick you up, we bring you to the North Pole to see Santa. Yeah. Then we return you to your house. Sounds logical. Yes. If you if you want to say a bad if, if you want me to explain it badly badly here it is we kidnap children <laughs> but we return them 
Yeah. After we're yeah. done, we, we kidnap children, bring them to the nor- North Pole to see a big fat man in red who sneaks into your house. <laughs> yeah. But we're gonna let you visit him first yeah. before, with, so he can uh, get your address. With a million, with trillions of little like elf things, <laughs> goblin-like elf things that build like toys very quickly. Then we return you. At least they return house. you. Most kidnappers don't. <laughs> without, at least not without a ransom. If you hear like uh, uh, like your job badly explained, like a school, uh, uh, bus bus driver, I <laughs> I take children from their houses and bring them to a place they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> but then I return them. Yeah. But then I return them to their houses. <laughs> and uh, it's it's very much illegal if they if this doesn't happen, you know. Oh yes. <laughs> It's illegal if they don't take them. And if they and if they it's but if they take them, this me taking them. If they take them one on one, not in a group transportation, then it's also illegal. Hey kid, get in my car. I'm gonna take you someplace you don't want to go. <laughs> That's illegal too. Yeah. But if it's a giant yellow bus, totally fine. Yep. Wow. And as long as there's like at least twenty five? other kids. Yeah. 20. Yeah. In a group setting, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vincenzo. Uh, what other top five favorite Christmas movies you so got? Polar Express, Muppet Christmas Carol, with um, Michael Caine as Scrooge. I don't, know the, I don't know the actors, but so good. The, it's like the original one with like them. Uh, what, what the guys? Gonzo name. is yeah, the narrator. Like, yeah, he like explains it. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so good, and yeah. what makes it even funnier is that Michael Caine, the actor who plays Scrooge, plays it dead serious. Like he's acting as if it's like a legitimate movie, but yeah. he's acting with Muppets, and that's what makes it so darn funny. Uh, love Muppets Christmas Carol. What else you got? So I got Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, 2 makes your list. Yes. All right, Lost in New York? Yes. That was the first one I saw. I saw that one before the original. Really? Yeah, I liked it actually a lot. I it was amazing. One, yeah. I think I, it was on like a plane, and I just binge-watched both. What'd you like about 2 that made it on your list? It's hard to get a sequel on here. It's because, like, it builds upon, like, the first one. And they leave him home again. It's like, you make the second mistake. Yeah. Like, two Christmases in a row. I, I do love when they're talking to the cop and they're like, has this ever happened before? And they're like, uh, yes. I cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> we, we did leave him. We did leave him at home before. And you could just see, like, that the cop is like, who am I dealing with right here? Uh-huh. Uh, that's great. Yeah. I love, we're the sticky bandits now. Yeah, <laughs> have you uh, have you seen the other Home Alone? No, I like have no three interest. through I think five or six. No interest. Yeah, me neither. But I've seen like plot stories. Okay, it's basically same thing as Home Alone yeah. one and two, except the bandits not funny. Oh, and they're so soppy. One time there was like a one time there's a very instead of Joe Pesci there's a shorter uh, shorter okay. they dude. go the short and tall dude yeah and okay. it, oh oh it was terrible it, you, they had no chemistry oh yeah and Joe Pesci and the other actor i i forget his name had great chemistry together cuz the tall one is the idiot and, and yeah. Joe Pesci is the serious one Who they're just it? lovable morons yes they are they are I think with a family movie, like the the bad guy has to be kind of lovable. Yeah. Otherwise, like it's just scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not a Christmas movie. It's not if it's not lovable. Yes. I feel like that's a very important aspect that we haven't discussed. Really. I agree with that. Like your like bad the guy has to be lovable. Your like. bad or your antagonist, if their antagonists are a huge part of the movie, like Home Alone, 
they, they re- either go through some sort of development, yes, like or elf. or they just slightly get more lovable. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point, Theo. That's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, who was the better conduit for the lesson learned in Home Alone? Was it the pigeon lady or the guy with the shovel? Shovel. Shovel. What do you mean? Classic. Shovel. I agree. And because of the theories. And the message, the message of like, yeah, like him helping him. We talked about the church scene and everything. Like I'm a big proponent. And the theories they have about him, (laughs) like that he's theories. Like he's actually like uh, the kid, but grown up. It's so weird. (laughs) That it's like a Spider Verse type of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. It's so weird. Yeah. Um. Because, like, learning something is a big part of the Home Alone movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he learns, like, don't judge a person by, like, what their appearances are. Yeah. And the second one uh, with the pigeon lady, it's more like, it's not a, it, well, it is kind of appearance, but there's also, like, there's a family aspect. Yeah. I, see, I think the fam in the first one or the second one? Second one. I see, there, the f- I see it larger in the second one. Okay. I see it. How come? Because. Uh, down for a second. They. The, both act, wait that that's a lot of similarity. I haven't thought about it that way. But both the characters they use the same formula for both yeah. movies. They just say instead of Chicago, let's make it New York. Yeah, no, but also the character that's uh, causing the change. Yeah, like he ha- is having troubles with his family. Yeah, so is she. Yeah, yeah, she uh, yeah. she mentioned it, and uh, they end out helping against the robbers. Yep, and. They and Kevin gives them both like um, some help. The wisdom of a yeah, child. and and they both give Kevin help. So it's yeah, yeah. Kevin, yeah, it, yeah. I it works the, like I, I like the shovel guy more, um, but because of the church scene, I think, and all that. But yeah, yeah. it kind of makes me feel like they just literally took the same exact plot and just said like, "Let's do it in New York." And they'd be like, "Home Alone and Twelve in Beijing," and it worked. And it did work though. Yeah, yeah, it totally that's the worked. Best part. Same characters. That's why. That's yeah. Right. They're they're so important to the plot. Vincenzo, your top two. Night before Christmas. Nightmare before Christmas. Night, yes. Sorry. It's so interesting because like I know you can watch this movie for both holidays, but I see it more of a Halloween movie. Yeah, I would say that. It, it has ho- more Halloween aspects. Yeah. But the t- message is completely Christmas. It's undeniably Christmas. Yeah. It's like, it, like share your presents and like share the like all the holidays yeah because like he goes in there like pointing to kidnap Santa Claus he kind of takes over and that's not what Christmas is about it's not about taking over something yeah and like when like uh, Santa Claus comes over uh, the town yeah uh, he's like uh, happy Halloween like it's such like a mix of the two yeah and both being my favorite holidays I, I love that that's I think that's a fair point. Night Before Christmas is great. I'm a little burnt out on it because my son watches it like nonstop. Uh, and then your number one? Home Alone. What else is there to say about it? We've talked about Home Alone. Home Alone's amazing. It is. It is. Theo, what do you got? Um, okay. I will not go. I, my first four aren't in any particular order. That's how I did mine too. Yeah, but the last one I'm going to say, definitely. Best. Is easy. your number one. Okay, easy. so start with the, the four. Okay. So, The Santa Claus. Great movie. Talked about awesome. it a lot. Yeah. Uh, we got Elf. Can we go back to Santa Claus? Yeah. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite line from Santa Claus? Or favorite scene? From The Santa Claus? Yeah, The Santa uh, Claus. I got you on the spot, I know. 
Yeah. So mine is um, the interrogation scene. My brothers and I used to just always say this nonstop. I don't know why. He was just stupid. The interrogation scene where he's like, name. And he's like, Santa. He's like, Try it again. Name. St. Nick. He's like, name. Oh, that <laughs> like, I don't, we just always used to quote that all the time. He's like, name. He's like, Papa Noel. Uh, it's just hilarious, that scene. And <laughs> the cop's facial expressions are great. Uh, it's the, the weenie whistle. It's the <gasps> Santa. Yes. That's amazing. With the just overly top. It goes from, this is a calm psychiatrist. Yeah. This, yeah. Who, just, who just. So uptight. Thinks this guy has just lost everything. He's, to go, kind, of, he's yeah. kind of the one that learns the Christmas message. Yeah. In that. And then he just goes. <gasps> and he just, Santa. <laughs> yes. He just like. It, it, he took it so far too. Yeah. The eyes, everything. Yeah, I I get a chill in that scene because they are so adult like and so removed from just the magic of Christmas that they've like lost sight of what it is to be a kid, what it is to just like have that innocent excitement about Christmas. That when they get the the uh, the Easy Bake Oven thing or the dollhouse, yeah, and the the weenie whistle, like it's we've all the had gun. the BB gun, yeah. of course. Like we've course. all had. The thing we wanted as a kid that just, oh, my God, oh, my God. That's a great scene. Yeah. What else is in your top five? I also have uh, a Christmas story. Okay. Talked about it a little bit. Yeah. I have one thing to I have one thing to say. Go ahead. If you ever see like the like the imaginary villain. Yeah. You always see he's in like that like 1800s like burglar outfit. And when you look at like uh, the kid. Yeah. He's in like cowboy stuff. So it's like a cowboy fighting these like. Yeah. Mind, like, thieves. It's yes, hilarious. Yes, 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 It's hilarious. Uh, with, like, his, like, daydream kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. That's amazing. And the, oh, you'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's also Grinch. Grinch is great. The, the original the with Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Yeah. Okay. Jury duty, jury duty, jury duty. If yeah. you notice, that is my, fa- I, that's my favorite. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Yeah. I, I feel it's the best. I like it more than the newer ones because yeah. it's, it's just... There's also this nostalgia aspect. Yes. Besides the growing, there's also nostalgia. Yeah. I just love that. And uh, uh, Jim Carrey's a perfect cast yeah. for it, too, because he's such a great physical comedian that it translates, even yeah. with all the makeup, like, translates so well. My favorite, top one, easily the best, Home Alone. You had Elf on there, too, yeah. right, which we talked about. Home Alone's your number one also. So we got 100%. two people with, number, with Home Alone being number one. Yeah, but I I know I I think it's both. Okay. I I kind of it's both one and two. They're so equally good. You're looking at them as like one movie. I see I see it as one. Okay, it's more like like it's like Harry Potter instead of Harry Potter the first one. That's fair. You know the series basically. Yeah. Okay. It's just I, I love it so much. I appreciate that. So my top five, uh, hmm, I would probably say I don't have them really ranked. I guess because it really is mood dependent. Um, but for me, I'm putting Muppets Christmas Carol, The Santa Claus, Elf, Home Alone. Uh, I'm just going to go Home Alone 1. I love Home Alone 2, but I could. I don't need to watch Home Alone 2. Like, I need to watch Home Alone 1. Yeah. Um, and then for me, my number one is It's a Wonderful Life. And I think it's my number one 
just because it's so it's all these movies we're talking about are kind of like comedies. It's not a comedy. Uh, it's slow, but it is a beautiful movie. Have you guys seen It's a Wonderful Life? No. Uh, not really. My parents watched it. Yeah, they it's, told me it was bad. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what happens too? It's a little bit, it's, it's like the quintessential Christmas movie. It's on so much that if you've grown up watching it like maybe your parents have, they kind of like tire of it. Um, I love it. I think it's so beautiful. Uh, I can't not watch it and get to the end without, um, <clears throat> well, sweating from my eyes, bro. Yes. Just like, I cut yes. up onions and then I just start sweating a lot. From my eyeballs. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> I was just like doing a lot of push-ups when I was watching the movie. And, uh, you know, just a lot of sweat from my eyes. No, just it's just so emotional. Bro. Where, like, they all show up to help him. And, you know, you guys don't know the movie, but, like, it ties in all of the major Christmas um, elements. I'm going to take your word for it. So well. Like, the main character, you're rooting for the main character. Like, George Bailey is suffering. Like, you don't want him to kill himself. He's got a family. Like, you want him to come through and like he's just constantly just doing the right thing and he's always getting the bad end of life wait just, does he uh, end up killing himself no 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 oh, spoilers okay. he, it's a christmas movie all right, all right. tyler he can't do that in a christmas movie <laughs> as we said with uh the movie with uh the cri- with then to die he falls slowly into the <laughs> and it's just the end merry christmas <laughs> he he had to go sleepy time <laughs> Yeah, sleepy time. <laughs> um, I think that's to me what makes it so great, and it it it's you. There's hope. Like Christmas time, there's always hope. There's magic in the air, right? But there's hope. Hope that mm-hmm. this year, this upcoming year, will be better. Hope that like we, maybe we won't fight as a family this year. Like whatever it is, we're kind of always hoping. And I think like it's a wonderful life really captures that. But if you're listening to this and you're looking for movie recommendations, all of what Tyler and Vincenzo and Theo and I are giving you, they're great. But just know It's a Wonderful Life is a serious movie. It's in black and white, and it's slow at times. Uh, but it's, if you're looking for something serious, it's beautiful. And I think really captures the spirit of giving and of the holiday season. So with that, uh, we will thank Theo. We will thank Vincenzo. We will thank Tyler for being amazing guests on this episode. Really, really had a great time getting to chat with you guys. Do you have any parting words for our... Christmas movie listeners. See ya. Uh, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs>